0: So, how could somebody reasonably die saving you? It would probably have to be by getting me out of horrendous debt. <laughs> Whether they do that with their, with their hands physically, or, I, I, I don't know, maybe the Literally the, the debt. shoveling you out of debt. Yeah, or the debt is represented by a shark, say. <laughs> it would definitely revolve around the debt.
1: I told you to go to a loan shark, not this! <laughs>
0: not a shark. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Ben Elton's really gone downhill
1: All I know is I owe all of my money To the shark now
0: (laughs) He's very shrewd (laughs)
1: Don't die for us. For God's sake. I'm Paulu Saudita. <laughs>
0: oh nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm Paul. Hey, how's it going? Uh, you're a Shiku on a Gaishimasu, everyone. <laughs> I know how that w- I don't know, I have to feel like, I feel like I have to point out that I do know how to pronounce those words. Cause, cause you would <laughs> you hear someone like me say it and go, you mm. <laughs>
1: shy <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry, oh, Sue. We- Sue, so, uh, we are going to try and do something very different with our decade episodes yeah, from now on. you idiots. Or until fans demand that we go back to praising 90s action movies and noughties comedies alternately.
0: Oh well, incidentally, I don't know how to check Twitter and Facebook anymore.
1: <laughs> you can't make us go back. There was an idea that was this podcast. Or rather, oh. the rejection of an idea. <laughs> that idea was that when it comes to movies, they don't make them like that anymore. Yeah. Which isn't true. That's only true of Chairs. <laughs> They just—they literally can't make them anymore. Too much um, political correctness. <laughs> you just can't make a chair the way
0: they did in the 60s. No. Immigrants don't like it.
1: They just don't. They want, No one have it. And we have to just be okay with that, I guess. Um, yeah, we've always hated the golden age thinking that
0: suggests that we are incapable of creating classic movies right here in the when and where. Mm. Same applies to to music and any art, really. Oh, yeah. It's just any art. Pure cynicism. Anyone who
1: says, oh, no, everything after Super Mario World. Can't have it. <laughs> Hate it. You know, it's just not, it's not. not Devil May Cry 3. Ugh. Watershed. (laughs) Golden Age. Yeah. (laughs) Devil May Cry 4. Fucking knife in the back. (laughs) So every 10 episodes, we're going to highlight a movie that we think just might be worthy of utterance alongside the works of your Fellinis and your Mitsuguchis and your Vardas and Rays and Cormans. Mm. And we're going to assume vulgar pleasures and riches. Just, you know. All the greats. And we're going to rescue the vulgar pleasures of uh, uh, genre. Mm -hmm. And we're going to look outside of our top tens to find the modern masterpieces that will inspire us to say, 30 years from now, G. They don't make them like that anymore. Twist. My
0: wife-husband robot is going to be called G. (laughs) You would have programmed him to be extra patient. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, for Google. We will all be married to it Mm. in 30 years. Doesn't sound too bad, to be honest. No, that's okay.
1: Oh, What was the name of that song? That song was called...
0: <laughs> they don't make him like they used to. <laughs> the wife-husband robots.
1: <laughs> Where better to begin than Hirokazu Koreeda's 2008 family drama, Still Walking. <laughs> Godoyeda has been making absolutely fantastic uh, drama... F- I genuinely almost went to say drama. <laughs> drama. <laughs> drama film. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm an asshole. For the past 30 years exactly. I really hope we can court the high-class cinema audience with this episode. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Japanese is funny. <laughs> I first saw Shoplifters uh, when that was huge a few years ago. Huge. Uh, which led me on to seeing... Almost all of his films, Ooh. although not his English and French language debut, *The Truth*, which yeah. starred Catherine Deneuve, uh, Juliette Binoche, and even Hawke. Yeah, what are you get doing out of Ethan? here, you? Jolly, get out! Oh, look, I've got a ty- a watch that stops time. No, <laughs> get off! Not what we're doing here. You scamp! It's not for you. <laughs> None of this is for you. <laughs> Go back. Go back to your... Um, what's his fucking name? Uh, Valerian and a Thousand Planet Luke Besson. No. Jolly yes? the Pimp.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is it Luke Besson? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was mixing up with Robert Bresson. <laughs> <laughs> Two very similar men. Crucial mix-up. I'm up. sure you'll, yeah. everyone will agree. Um, but yeah, I love Coriata's work very dearly. Um, as do the critics. Why can't we be friends? <laughs> Why can't we be friends? Rodri, but at the Chicago sometimes times <laughs> says... Um, Koyeda has produced profoundly empathetic films about human feelings. Mm. Uh, He sees intensely and tenderly into his characters. Right up them. Intenderly. Good good, good old look into the tender bits of the characters. And that's what I love about him and Gaspar Noe. (laughs) So the public meanwhile well there's no avengers in it so they probably just oh they liked it too oh what (laughs) well let me just check these six reviews on google and pick the best one (laughs) olaf marley on google said what a beautiful film one can see comma that families are the same all over the planet semicolon we loved it oh i mean it's like a it's like a poem that's priest right there
0: (laughs) perfect sentence
1: a haiku it might my cell- cellar door it's the perfect sounding sentence utterly meaningless but absolutely
0: impeccable in terms of its um aesthetic don't need to make sense when you're proust <laughs> that's uh, what he always said that was his catchphrase <laughs> <laughs> that and garlic bread what was that marcel garlic bread although he was he was french so it's probably like cheese sandwiches what's that like <laughs> what's that about it is the future i've seen it what's so- <laughs> up
1: the film has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, wow. 79 on IMDb, oh. and, uh, well, it's not Avengers Endgame, is it? Yeah, and no. won Best Director for Coriada at the
0: Asian Film Awards. I haven't mm. had to have an awards part of this sentence before. No. Uh, did it, <laughs> was it nominated for any part of the Oscars? Best Foreign Language oh. Shoes.
1: I, <laughs> shoes. Oh, my God, the shoes in this. No, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if it was submitted or not for um, yeah. Best Foreign Film. Probably I, I, I know Shopland. Shouldn't well. bother. Yeah. I know I think our little sister was, but um Okay. I'm not sure about this.
0: Mm. Uh. See I saw I saw Shop Listers, uh the oh, yes. same year, oh, obviously. Yes. Um mm. absolutely loved it. Yeah. Uh, was yeah, surprised at how um evocative it was of family and just how oh, Im- yeah. immediately likable it was. And uh yeah. yeah, and then I saw this a couple of days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Perfect. I went, Oh yeah, he exists.
1: Oh yeah, he's the best. So Paul, you brown butterfly.
0: Uh Going through the mental Rolodex of uh, Japanese <laughs> words that I could say in a silly <laughs> way, but... <laughs>
1: <nah>. Imananji des,
0: <laughs> Watashi? Watashi
1: wa. <laughs> Watashi wa? uh, Japanese people don't often use it. You know, <laughs> anyway, what's one thing about still walking that made you not want to shuffle off to your room and close the door gently? Well, the, sis-
0: the sister in it had a bit of a Leslie Manville quality pull. Um, oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, not, not her as- silliest. Not as yeah, not not as not not Phantom Thread. Yeah, and, and not another year, which uh, oh, yeah, yeah. will be coming up at some point in the future. Future.
1: Oh future. no, foreboding, very direct foreboding. Yeah. It'd be like if in Marvel, Kevin Feige came in and said, "It's gonna be Thanos in the next one."
0: <laughs> right, bye. Then we'll have to release course, YouTube yeah. videos like all the Easter eggs teased in the <laughs> Kevin Feige speech. <laughs> Um All the all the Easter eggs all the Easter eggs and subtle references in the most
1: recent episode of One Get Fit. Yeah. Now in England, balls often mean testicles. <laughs> Holy shit, I've just understood the last four years. <laughs> Alright, let's um let's get into this premise,
0: this big old juicy premise. Yeah. It's a very high concept family drama. Yeah. Um if, if any if any of this seems tinged with uh, pain or regret listeners at home, I'm dealing with a, <laughs> a large mucosal uh, lump on the inside of my mouth, which mm, is making speech mucosal. <laughs> very difficult. Very horny. Mm-mm-mm. So um
1: Fuck yeah.
0: Let's get I can with hear it.
1: it sloshing about when he speaks, folks. Oh it's like a spirit
0: level. <laughs> Traders that just can't get enough of me.
1: <laughs> Getting his chin on his shelf. No, oh, no, 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 it's way up. <laughs> so with that image firmly implanted in your head, let's walk you through this melodic picture of a um of an elegiac sort of portrait of a Japanese family. So yeah. a family are coming together to commemorate their dead eldest son, Jinpei. Yes. Yes. It's an old retired doctor, is the head of the yes. family. Uh, yep. Well, traditionally speaking. Um, his old doctor's <laughs> wife, who definitely is the head of the family, because we all know how it works. Yeah. And they've already got their married daughter, Chinami, yep. uh, and her rubbish husband, and two yep. adorable kids. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Baldrick and...
1: <laughs> uh, Percy. Yeah. <laughs> They, they ask the old the old dad If he can pick something up At the shops But he doesn't want to And uh, the mum explains Oh it's because everybody Wants to see him still. He wants everyone to see him As a doctor still yeah. Doctors never carry bags Of groceries We know this I,
0: I've never seen one
1: No because when they get hungry Rather than eat They just heal themselves Of the maladies That come of not eating <laughs> It's a show of a good doctor They inject
0: themselves With the uh, hunger vaccine <laughs> yeah. Which is also known as speed
1: As their organs break down They just quickly You know Fix them back up again
0: <laughs> A really good doctor Never needs to eat or drink Yeah have you ever seen a Doctor E? I haven't. And if you have, they're a fraud and you should get them. <laughs> Attack them physically yeah. immediately. Oh,
1: God. So, yeah, he goes off for an old man walk whilst uh, the women do their very best to make vegetables look appealing to me. <laughs> pretty good job.
0: Better than most British people would manage. Yeah, my first 17 <laughs> notes are about food, so they did a pretty good job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's another get... There's an, um, more people coming because the eldest surviving son, Ryuta, mm. uh, Ryuta uh, his widowed wife, ex-widowed now? No, yeah. she's remarried?
0: In I you know, I, widow I guess in, in that society it's just once a widow. Yeah. <laughs> once a widow, what was a widow?
1: And her son, his stepson, yeah. they're all coming on the train. And yeah. the kid is playing on his eggshell blue Nintendo DS. He's everything that's wrong with his generation. <laughs> Awful. The mum of the family, though, reveals herself to be a bit of a monster because she indicates to her daughter, um, that the son, sh- that the living son, should would have been better off going for a divorcee than a widow because at least then she'd have chosen to leave. Yeah. Wait, does that even work
0: by mean logic? <laughs> Isn't it better to have not chosen to leave? Yeah. Whatever. Whatever she chose is wrong. Look, I hate widows, alright, and uh, <laughs> I just need to express that somehow.
1: <laughs> Although I don't need to back myself up. I just hate. Them. Yeah. Bad Alive Son's stepkid has been <laughs> laughing about rabbits dying. This is easily my favourite Michael Myers origin story. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give it away now. I think this is better than Rob Zombie.
0: Well, it was it was it's so unassuming, you know, and... and...
1: <laughs> so subtle. Yeah. In fact, I don't know if you missed the post credit sequence where it actually outs itself as a Halloween prequel.
0: No, no. It, it is there. I, I think you, you realise at this point, Paul, that I, like everyone else, always watches and waits for a post credit sequence, assuming that there is going to be one at the end of every film. <laughs> Oh, you just see a gravestone that says Junpei on it And a hand reaches through <laughs> Dent dun, dun Julie Louise Dreyfus is there
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck me Well look the family are busy being human beings in the kitchen Which is to say being noisy and irritating So the old <laughs> doctor dad is rightly having none of it And he shuffles off to his room You can only tell he's the hero of this <laughs> Fuck that Unsung mate <laughs> Nobody isn't acknowledging how amazing everything he's doing is. Oh, God. But yeah, a live fa- al- son's family arrive. Um, yeah. and old doctor dad does manage to ruin everybody's time in like two sentences, which is great. It's a skill. It's, it's a, it's I can already tell knack. he's the hero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what he does is he comes in and just makes a comment about Terrible Son's uh, widow wife being here. Yeah. Just, oh, she's here. Yeah. And just walks away. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty effective. Pretty yeah. succinct. Hi, hi, Dad. <laughs> well, the son has nothing left to do but walk a melon around the house for a while. He's everything wrong with his generation. He's <laughs> wandering around with this melon, looking for a purpose. Not even a millennial. He's got, he's got nothing else to do. He goes around, he goes out and hangs out with his um dead brother's Joy Division poster. Or maybe he was all right with dying. Yeah, maybe he wanted to to save that kid. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, there's plenty of room for you on this thing now. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, the kids have gotten a hold of the melon. You had one fucking job, Terrible Alive, son. Junpei could have kept that melon away from kids. Yeah. I don't know if you, know if you remember, but he was all saying, Ha-ha, I, Ryuta, the youngest son, have kept the melon. That was... That was obvious... Obviously me.
0: Oh. What was that, son? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Just gonna... <laughs> all right, you tall weirdo. <laughs> You're a fucking freak, son.
1: Uh, <laughs> hey, we need a topic for our lunch thing that we're having. Hey, isn't terrible alive son rubbish? You can't even fucking drive. <laughs> Jesus. God, his brother was good. He was fantastic. Uh,
0: it's a shame that one God. died. He he drove so many times. He <laughs> do you know how many cars he crashed because he drove all the time?
1: He <laughs> was no good at it, but at least he tried. More than you
0: can yeah. do. Unlike you, not even trying to be alive.
1: What's the last time you got into a car crash? Never.
0: <laughs> See? What? <laughs> Where's that watermelon? Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah, that's right. We'll ask the children. <laughs> Who are opening up with a fucking baseball bat. <laughs> they
1: haven't even seen the melon scissors we've got over there. I'm a doctor, you know. <laughs> yeah, they all have a laugh whilst the dad seems genuinely irritated to have anybody in the house. Yeah. An absolute hero. <laughs> um, he decides to say one thing this lunch, again putting down the widow's... W- the, the widow... <laughs> yeah, what is it that he says? He's he's talking about. They're talking about a different widow. I think they're talking about. Oh, it's Junpei's a it's a good widow. thing that
0: it's a good thing that uh, yeah, John Payne died when he did. He he didn't have uh didn't have kids, so it's easier to remarry. Yeah, or something did, like so...
1: that.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, there's a a widow with kids and just yeah. sat right there. Who's <laughs> just going harmony, harmony, harmony. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everything's fine. I'm at peace. At least <laughs> three of the people in this room have, uh, I can get on with. One um, is me <laughs> and get on for myself just about um, Later on the daughter foolishly tries to get The doctor dad involved in what they're doing Why would you do that Who's that going to help Never do that with an old man
0: Yeah, Leave him alone Because he's he's not going to be a gracious loser <laughs> Your eye was wrong
1: yeah. But while she's there she does say um, Hey how about you lay off your son's widowed wife
0: He's the bad son The good yeah. one's dead Not doing anything like that The wrong kid died where is she? I want to throw something at her. <laughs> Did uh he says Rears a traitor he left the family. That a... Yeah. Yeah. By is that by marrying the widow or by not dying? Uh by not becoming
1: <laughs> By not becoming a dead doctor. That's what they wanted.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well look. That's the dream. He's got Every no parent. time to
1: become a doctor now because he's off talking on his mobile phone. Just worst generation. So little Michael Myers Jeez. goes poking around the house. Um yeah. really just asking to be attacked by the grandpa. I wait for it to, I wait for him to descend like the alien. Um he finds his drug his drug collection and I have to make the note Oh wow. He was way more organized with his drug collection than my dad was. <laughs> oh, but he, he does they, they do have a meeting, the little mm. grandkid and um Doctor Dad. And he says what do you be what do you want to be when you grow up? A uh, piano tuner? You piece of shit. Give me your fingers. Yeah. Um
0: You want to be a doctor, <laughs> don't you?
1: I became a doctor because my dad got sick. Did it work? No, he died. But you should consider it. And um <laughs> Middle son comes, uh, not middle son, terrible alive son comes yep. in and says, "My, this kid will never be a doctor. What a rebellion that's going to be for this kid.
0: What are you doing in there? Nothing. And he's trying to shove a stethoscope into his pocket. Operating on next door's uh, <laughs> gran. Is that an appendix? No. <laughs> I know an appendix when I see it when I'm a doctor's son, you know. <laughs> Shame he didn't oh. do anything with it. What was that? Nothing. <laughs> You'll continue to be a, sh- you stack those shelves. <laughs> I didn't drop out of seven years of medical school for this.
1: <laughs> You're going to shelf-stacking college, damn it. <laughs> the family will go and visit the son's grave mm-hmm. and uh, find that someone else has left flowers there. We'll get that
0: shit out of here. Yeah. Disgusting strangers' flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Uh, kick it. Get the shitty flowers out of here.
1: Yeah, and on on the walk home, it's time for some classic mother-son chat. Yeah. So, are you thinking of having kids? Oh, no, not <laughs> this conversation. Because oh. you definitely shouldn't. It'll make it harder to leave
0: that bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can we go back to the annoying bit? (laughs) Good, good talk, ma'am. Yeah, thanks. I look forward to our next one. I know, I know you do. (laughs) Just you wait, guys. A long walk, isn't it? Though, have only one of us had a car. (laughs) Hating this. It's a shame widows aren't allowed to
1: drive. (laughs) Yeah, probably. I don't know. I didn't think I'd ever have to know one. But look, suddenly we have a new face in the house. There's a sturdy shirt and tie lad who's um, struggling hard to find work. It seems, and also something to talk about with the family. Yeah. Oh. He's the guy the son died saving. Yeah. Now he's trying to live his life for Junpei as well. Yeah. He's certainly eating enough for both of them. Oh, you see,
0: I'm just like them. Oh my God,
1: you're just, I'm just like just shitty
0: family for jerks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am that shitty family for jerks. We all are. That's what Koroyeda was definitely saying with this awful film. He came out at the end like Lars von Trier and uh, pointed <laughs> straight at us. He was holding a mirror and it didn't work. It was just showing the camera, but, you know, we all got what he meant.
0: He said, "Sumimasen." You were the jerks.
1: <laughs> yeah, he uh, the the guy kind of fumbles his way out of the house, and everyone talks yeah. about what an absolute hole of a man he is. It's the happiest they've all seemed all day. <laughs> even the, even the dad gets involved. It's that sort awesome. nice of a bonding. Activity. It's amazing.
0: Well, except for uh, least favorite non dead son.
1: Oh no, he doesn't like it. Yeah. He he's he's unhappy, and he suggests, well, maybe Junpei
0: wouldn't have been so great if he lived either. And everyone it, just stares at him. Seven minutes of silence. you. Of all the low, widow-loving things you
1: could have said, <laughs> that's something that only someone who couldn't drive would
0: say. <laughs> it's the same part of the brain. <laughs> you only have space for one. Brother, hate or driving. <laughs> you. I know we all know what you picked. <laughs> so
1: later on, the sisters' family have left, so it's just down to parents bad son, yeah. his widow wife and little Michael Myers. It's yeah. going to be a hell of a night. <laughs> it starts well. They bond over how dumb the mum is for not liking cordless phones and how unsophisticated she is. Everybody's having fun.
0: <laughs> well, we're back to the status <laughs> quo, which is uh, everybody hates the mum and uh, oh, she yeah. relentlessly abuses her regardless of, oh, regardless of what she says, feels or, or does. <laughs>
1: well, she does, you know, at least there's some good stuff coming out of this. You know, let's, let's lighten things up a bit. You like music? He wasn't even there when his son died. Uh, um... <laughs> what, what kind of music do you like? I kind of like Miles Davis. He he sings rubbish Japanese ballads. He's a clown, a painful clown,
0: a fat painful clown. <laughs> um and oh well yeah okay well, <laughs> I <Hi. laughs> I guess it's nice that they have a romantic song. Oh
1: he the dad doesn't know that it's their song. Oh it's not really their song. She overheard him singing it at some woman's apartment and then went out and got the um, yeah got the CD.
0: And he he didn't huh. know he didn't know that she knew.
1: No so. It's, it's, it isn't so much a nice thing that they share as much as a painful grudge she's held onto in secret for decades. Yeah, but that's nice too. It's it's nice that they've got something
0: to talk about. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping I'll have time for that many grudges when I get old. It's a thing, you know. You 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 think, God, oh, is it going to be worth holding on to any? You don't realize it's like a pension. You, you think, oh, I'm not <laughs> going to worry about paying into it right now. <laughs> and, and then when you're old, you just realize how many grudges you could have had and how that would have kept you going. <laughs> Absolutely. I didn't piss off nearly enough people. Speaking of holding on to stuff, hey, how come you keep
1: tormenting that boy for something that wasn't his fault? Eh, it just makes me feel better. So you are doing it on purpose. Yeah, and I'll continue to do it for the rest of my life. Yeah. Also, also, you're not a real dad because you only adopted that
0: kid. Yeah. I
1: don't I don't like
0: you. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I can't remember the name of that sumo wrestler that you were talking about. <laughs> it doesn't matter.
1: I'm leaving. Good night. So, yeah. three generations of men end up in the toilet together, and chaos ensues. <laughs> By which I mean the dad tries to start a conversation about work, and the son shoots it down. Yeah. So the dad tries to tell him to call home more often, and the son shoots it down. Yeah. And then they get within a country mile of the thing that's actually causing the tension between them, so they both run away. Yeah. Actually, it's not a bad result, respect um, comparatively. Boys don't well. <laughs> Good talk, Dad. <laughs> Oh, oh, shit, here comes the, actu- the actual action of the film. Dan, 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 there's a butterfly in the house. No,
0: we've got a 45-minute sequence. There's only one way to get rid of this. Dream within a dream.
1: <laughs> the mother thinks it might be Junpei. The dad yeah. and the son don't think so much that it might be Junpei. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He still decides to delicately pinch it by the wing. Yeah. Which is just not what I try and do to get it out of the house. It would yeah. immediately
0: die slowly it if would, I did that. It would crumble to pieces. It would fritter away <laughs> in a Thanos snap if you touched it.
1: And, it. and it would look at you as if to say, why?
0: <laughs> you, but he
1: manages to do it. Yeah. He's a wonderful man. A
0: lovely, delicate man.
1: He's a lovely, delicate man. And he, take, he takes out to the garden and the whole family watch it fly into the night. Except the doctor dad who manages to manifest a newspaper out of nowhere to close himself with. <laughs> If you if you wish it hard enough, <laughs> you just find it and scrutinise it. Um, and that's all you're gonna get from us. Yeah. Go watch this movie,
0: yeah. or should you, <gasps> Paul? Paul, what did you think of Still Walking? Oh, um, yeah, you should probably go and see it because, um, I mean, mm, otherwise yeah. you're not gonna know what what happens to the butterfly. But <laughs> <laughs> all sorts of adventures. Yeah. Um, but also, also you know, it's a fairly, it's a fairly good, uh, fairly good one of my favorite films of all time. Movies. So, oh, one of those kinds of movies. Yeah. I like those movies. Yeah, and and, and on the spectrum of those, it's on you know, <laughs> of, of of my favorite films of all time, it's like it's yeah. in there.
1: Yeah, oh well, it's definitely on there. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, in the middle yeah.
0: somewhere of the best films I've ever seen.
1: Just best movies ever made. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 just a damn near perfect
0: movie. Christ, it's- yeah. It's fucking wonderful, really. Yeah. <laughs> Put that on the box. I, it's fucking wonderful, really. <laughs> Move over, care mode. It's um, Stephen King. If he said it, it would be on there. Care mode. Uh, care mode, dude. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, like I, uh, to begin with, I was, I was. It's a kitchen sink essentially, but the, mm, the it's,
1: without the melodrama.
0: Yeah, the Japan sort of lends <laughs> it an exoticism as well um Mm. and uh that was something a note i made in the first two minutes and then the note i made immediately after that was um sometimes doing this job of you know watching Mm. shitty movies (laughs) you do forget what it's like to watch truly great movies (laughs) um yeah watching endless uh an endless (laughs) slew of crap can put me off of the prospect entirely sometimes Sometimes I thought of going home to watch a movie. You think, why would I do this? Because I associate this experience mostly with pain. um, And having to make notes. (laughs) And um, Yes. But this immediately from the first conversation when um, the sister Mm. and the mum are preparing radishes and they're just talking about the best way to prepare radishes and then they're peppering that conversation with little bits about the people they know or things that are just going on. And just the way they, they talk about the people they know immediately gets across their characters. Yeah. You fall in love with them immediately even though they are, you know, flawed or vindictive oh God, people at times. Um uh, not yeah. all of them, but some of them. <laughs> uh th- or selfish or whatever they're just so yeah they're, they're so real you know them instantly you know them so intimately yeah. that's that that feeling of instantaneously intimately knowing a film mm. is something yeah that is is something that is lost when you when you dedicate your time to watching yeah. shitty movies and, <laughs> and, and and it's it was such a wonderful thing such a wonderful realization yeah.
1: I think that's going to be another positive aspect of covering the great movies is that every 10 episodes, we're going to yeah. watch something to re- really remind us because it tends to be very bottom heavy. This e- this endeavor, you know, yeah. we get to March and suddenly we watch, you know, a load of 2020 sort of or, or films from the last year in order to fill up our top 10s. And we have, you know, overflow of just amazing films yeah. that numbs us to it. I think spreading it out like this, sort of watching these you know, great films is really going to help us recalibrate, aside from anything else. Yeah. Help us, remind us of just why some of these films really could be doing better. Yeah. But also just, yeah, reconnect with what it is about film that is the reason we want it to be better. You know, yeah. One Good Thing was always meant to be constructive. And I think it's good to remind ourselves of what can be achieved when this is done well. Really essential um, touchstone. Because our sassy plot rundown you know, isn't going to have gotten across just how immaculate the family interactions of this film are, how well-observed the characters are nuanced as mm. well, how subtly involving the staging and camera work mm. is, and just how poignant the kind of sadness and disappointment at the heart of the whole thing is. Yeah. It's just a, yeah, a really beautifully well-observed drama about the strength and shortcomings of family. Yeah,
0: because, yeah, the plot, the silly plot rundown would yeah. suggest melodrama, but you're right, there is... Yeah, there there is none. Despite some of the horrible opinions mm. that the people have, it's it's all very, <laughs> very much within this this you know this rigid mm. idea of uh, society and, and yeah. norms. Um, but also, the war that's happening between these characters is so internalized. Um, yeah, that things like uh, uh, Rio just Rio too. Yeah, but he's called Rio, isn't he? Oh, oh uh, yes, For
1: sure. yeah,
0: yeah. They call him. Um, Do they call him that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the subtitles <laughs> that uh, that I had for my copy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did fair enough. Shorthand, lazy, lazy subtitles. <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck it. They know what I mean. Um, played <laughs> by Hir- Hiroshi Abe. Who yes, was amazing. He was really fantastic. Wonderful-looking man as well. Yeah, um, he's got a great characterful 6 foot two face. Adonis. Yeah, really <laughs> expressive and um, and really harbored the mm. resentment well. Yeah. And, um, there's one moment where he just back chats his dad's mm. um, when the, he's trying to have a conversation with him, and it felt like such a victory, um, <laughs> despite the fact that it was just a shitty little thing to say after a, a, an afternoon of having to put up with his bullshit. Yeah, yeah, like the restrained and strained nature of it all. Yeah, made all these these tiny moments feel so dramatic. Mm. Um, but the, the the nuance really is something that um, I can't st- <laughs> I can't stress the nuance heavily yeah. enough. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah and, and there's a really interesting serenity to the whole film partly due to mm. the fantastic score but just the subdued way of filming it, it it's almost at odds with the tension and unease that most of our characters feel uh, yeah. but the effect of that is a sense that all of this isn't really a problem as such it's just how mm. things are this isn't a plea that somebody come and fix how our family dynamics this is just mm. how they work including the grudges and the unkept promises and all the compromises that have been made in order to just about keep these people tethered together yeah. you know this isn't an american movie where everyone's going to learn an important lesson and grow closer you know than ever come the end you know yeah. and this this doesn't feel like this is the most important day for this family it's just a day and it's yeah. just it's just wonderful it's just wonderful in what it accomplishes and just portraying because it is just a day that they show it's it's almost literally 24 hours i think because they're making lunch yeah. at the beginning of the movie and then they depart just after a morning walk you know the next day so yeah. it's just a day in their lives and it's just wonderful for that
0: yeah it really is the house itself um mm. to begin with i wrote that the house felt like a character in its own right but actually after a while it just it became it fell so deeply into the background mm. you almost forget about its existence it was it was framing yeah it, it felt like a place of safety. It was mm. like the film had established the the zone in which the events were going to take place. Yeah, it, it, it was just a really transportive effect. I don't know why yeah. it kind of if it, the house itself felt very much the only place this this film could have happened. Mm. I, yeah. I, I don't know how to describe that any better, <laughs> but um, it was just, just something about it where whereas the opposite would be uh parasite.
1: Okay, yeah, where well the house uh, is very it, much the point of like. Yeah. It, it's very much tied into the theme of what's going on and is emblematic yeah. of the central conflict, which is one of class, you know, because the, yeah. the house is a manifestation of class. Yeah.
0: Whereas the family, you know, at the, are the uh, point of conflict and the harmony yeah. that. Especially, you know, it got me thinking about harmony in Japanese society, which. Mm. Since visiting Japan, it's kind of roiled around in me this idea of mm. a, you know a collective, a collective society working towards this this idea of what the society should be. Mm. Um, which, in fact, you know we we do seek that kind of harmony ourselves, and it's you know in mm. in family get-togethers and, and yeah and things like that. you you, you bite your tongue when uh really you want to scream at someone or yeah. so on and so forth because it's not the proper thing to do. Isn't similar, you know, that that, yeah. that time that I was asked to leave Leicester Square when I stripped down and started crying. Uh <laughs> it's it's just not what you're supposed to do. Um Yeah. What but the worst people who ask you to stay. Yeah. <laughs> but they're your best friends, you know, the people who ask you to stay. <laughs> um yeah it was it was there was something really effective about looking through this movie through the you know the lens of the other as if yeah. you know, this foreign society was supposedly different ideals, mm. also just emphasizing how we really practice it yeah. daily. Um, it was it's so so much is coming off of the characters. It, yeah. everything hinges on these characters and how they interact. And mm. if, if the dad is shuffling around the house, yeah, um, the framing of, of those shots. Uh, yeah. Does help emphasize that it's his space and he wants his own. Yeah. You know, he, he, he needs this time to himself and he's, or, you know, he hates <laughs> the, the intruders in his home, but it's mm. nothing really that the house is doing. It's everything that's happening within.
1: Yeah. It is very character driven in that way. And it's just, yeah, it has this sublime naturalness to it and the sense of the town as well, the wider town that they're in. Because it was filmed in like a, a neighborhood sort of south of Tokyo. So it's meant to be sort of suburban. I think Mm. Um, it doesn't necessarily have the feel of a village because it is quite, it's fairly sprawling, you know, when you get a look at the Mm. skyline and such the way in which the community kind of relates to the serenity of the overall filmmaking, if not necessarily the characters really just emphasizes that this is kind of an age old thing. And although as we'll come to in a moment, aspects of modernity are definitely in there. This is more rather than being about anything topical, is just more about the nature of human beings and how they relate to each other in a family. It's a much more yeah. personal kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. to go like more personal for me as well. It mm. it looks identical to a place that we stayed in Tokyo. Oh, um, right. it was on the sort of eastern southeastern sort of yeah. suburbs but the the you know the small uh pathways between yeah. the houses and everything just oh, I love that. Some, oh, for some God. reason,
1: I really loved the footbridge that we see. There's a footbridge over a road. Um, yeah, it has these little steps and such. I don't know. It, it's shown prominently twice, and I don't know why, but I just really love it. It really is very evocative for me. I feel like I just, I don't know. I, I it, have a sense of that because it's,
0: it's so utilitarian and mm. and at odds with so. the the aesthetic. Because the the first time we see it, the mm. father's walking through this idyllic yeah. part of. Tokyo, you know, that he's, mm. he's lived a long life and he's earned yeah. his spoils, and then he gets to this main road and a, and a just yeah. a, a very functional yeah. footbridge um, that's metal and kind of rusting, mm. and he just sighs and carries on.
1: Maybe that's interesting because later on he uses it quite happily with his family to get to the beach together. So maybe that's mm. him sort of seeing the f- seeing the practical nature of the functional side of things. So yeah, I, is guess, is I guess I guess also connects a to the beach.
0: Yeah, it also connects to the beach where jump is that where Junpei died. Oh, is that,
1: is that implied? I didn't catch that.
0: I, I, I don't know, but I, I wonder. Oh, ah, interesting.
1: Well, look, one thing that we're also going to try and do, where possible with our great films, is compare them to a pre-established and widely recognized classic. And the mm, obvious, although classic. possibly incorrect, we'll come to that, pairing for a Koreyeda film is a film by Yasujiro uh, Ozu, a Japanese filmmaker best known for his work in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of Ozu Because my mother really loves him And his films <laughs> Mainly his films Him as well He's just wonderful Um, He's dick Oh man You don't want to know about it Weirdly I do I've seen everything <laughs> from late spring onwards uh, Essentially So most of his sound films Um, He makes okay. movies about Japanese families And is particularly interested in the way in which Generations relate to each other Um, And a lot of his films are actually all about The point where people grow up old enough that they get married and leave their parents and the impact that has Hmm. on both parties um am i thinking you hadn't seen any before i hadn't seen any Mm. um i
0: owned one and didn't even realize that it was (laughs) (laughs)
1: Ozzy. well excellent and where better to start than with that film which is his most critically acclaimed and widely seen uh it's 1953's tokyo story yeah very frequently considered one of the best films ever made um it's a movie about two parents who decide to visit their adult children in tokyo all of whom are too busy to really spend any time with them um they connect most closely with the woman who was married to their son who was presumed
0: dead in the war eight years ago uh so what did you think of tokyo's story oh i i loved it for very similar Mm. reasons um not, not that I loved all the characters in the same way that I did in Still Walking, because I found the characters more accessible in Still Walking, um, but mm. some of the characters in, in Tokyo Story were just inst- immediately likable. Yeah. Um, and, and, and they were all really uh, great just to be around because yeah. of the performances.
1: You know what's really weird? Um, is I found that the families mirrored each other quite nicely. If I was mm. going to... I was thinking partway through Still Walking, if I was going to stitch together a perfect family from these two movies, who would I take? And it's really easy. I would have... The parents of Tokyo Story, like the grandparents, yeah, and then yeah. I would have their youngest kids, then Still Walking's yeah. oldest kids, and then yeah. Still Walking's um grandchildren, and I feel like then that would slot yeah. together so neatly. There's very little overlap in terms of in terms of who the nice ones are. <laughs>
0: but would that include um? would that include the widow in Tokyo story? Oh yeah. I've got to have the widow in Tokyo story Noriko. She's, she's the best, she's one. the
1: best one. And that is, um, yeah, she's played by, damn it. I've forgotten her name.
0: Um, Hara is her surname. Um, well, whilst you're looking for that, she is the, the best example of like maintaining har- harmony in, yeah. uh, in, in that, in that movie, the, 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 mm. the sort of facade that she has to maintain throughout as yeah. the, the widow who's still devoted to her, dead husband yes
1: weirdly and and yeah oh. I, I i want to come to that actually her name is Setsuko Hara, um and okay. she's in uh, so many of Ozu's films along with um uh, chishu uh, ryu who played the um the father who's only actually 49 mm. years old at the point when he's playing this character he's really? um yeah he's six years older than the guy playing his son wow so okay. he gives an amazing performance he's very they're both so nuanced and kind of yeah you know it's just the tiniest things but i think the comparison is apt we'll come back to widows um both are about families and intergenerational tension. Um, interestingly, the older parents are more sympathetic in Tokyo Story, whilst the younger generations are more sympathetic and still walking. Mm. And I wonder what that says about societal attitudes, but also maybe Ozu was older at the point when he made um, Tokyo Story than Koryeda is
0: Is here. Ozu more of a stoic than Koryeda, maybe? Um, because oh. the, the the parents in... Uh, you know them both mm. quite well, personally. Tell me. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> Because the, 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 the filmography,
1: parents... curious. Hmm. Definitely, younger people feature more frequently, and from the our perspe- uh, perspective characters. Yeah. In Koreeda, I think, um, there are young professionals and younger people in Ozu's films, but I. I mean,
0: in Tokyo Story, they're always talking about how busy they are and. Uh, yeah. And, and, and complaining. Um...
1: They can. Com- yeah, absolutely. And but the parents. It's weird because the parents are very mannered very yeah. polite but you yeah. do get the impression there's a lot of darkness there as well there are allusions made to mm. the dad's alcoholism for mm. example yeah and his destructive impact on the family
0: yeah and there are mm. uh brilliant moments in there where um they're on the the bus uh on that tour of tokyo which <laughs> interestingly yeah. doesn't show you any of tokyo um you no you see it from inside the bus with the just like you know, the there, top there,
1: of the imperial
0: palace. <laughs> yeah, and and like the, win- the, the window frame, the window frames of the bus just blocking mm. your view <laughs> as a viewer. Yeah, um, <laughs> and, and and we cut to the mum who has this. Sh- she spends so much of the, the movie face creased in, uh, yeah. this like this courteous mm. happiness just yeah. to be around everybody. Her eyes are just yeah. squeezed shut from from smiling all the time, and we just get mm. a shot of her just looking not just glum, but sh- she looks. Mm. Just empty, staring out at everything.
1: That's the thing, is these characters, they end up, t- you know, because they're always locked in these situations, that moments where they actually loosen up mm. are just, that um, will let their guards down are just amazing. Yeah. Like when the dad gets drunk with his old army buddies yeah. in the bar, it's just, uh, not army buddies, but like government buddies. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. It's so good to see them just without that mask yeah. on all the time. And it just, it, uh, because, yeah, Ozu, I think. You mentioned uh, being able to access the uh, Kuroyeda, um characters more, and I think Ozu has more restrained emotion, mm. uh, you know, with big smiles hiding a lot of meaning, Meaning, yeah. whereas Koryeda has those emotions just only just under the surface, you yeah. know, like simmering under yeah. there, and you can see it, and it's great, and the characters are more likely to say what they actually mean, yeah. albeit later on and not always to the right person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Which is fantastic. It is, yeah, it's really interesting to see that difference. And I wonder if it is a generational thing between these two filmmakers and it represents sort of how
0: things have shifted a little bit. But but it is, yeah, strikingly similar in in places Mm. with the, you know, um, Mm. even though the dynamic of the family is is different, there are the same disappointments and the same uh, yeah, uh, yeah, festering disappointments that are just not aired or (laughs) not not communicated or understood well enough by the owner. Yeah. Just hinted at, yeah.
1: Yeah. I will say, neither film is cold. Both are relatable, and at times unbearably dramatic. Uh I teared up in both. Um, In Tokyo Story, I teared up when the dad keeps repeating that line, you know, near the end, and he just keeps saying it to himself over and over when the son is talking to him. That was fucking horrible. And in Still Walking, it was when the widow wife is talking to little Michael Myers about... (laughs) um, (laughs) They're talking about how his dead dad is always going to be a part of him. Yeah. And that the stepdad is going to gradually become a part of him too. Mm. And then the stepdad comes in and they end up <laughs> yeah. laughing together because he doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah, that was wonderful. Like That was so good. So, yeah, both of these movies really touched me. Mm. Again, in spite of, you know, on repeat viewing. Um, but yeah, you're right. There are important, like, stuff that it's about as well. Work is important in both. Um yeah. In Tokyo's story, the impact of work on family relationships, specifically the lingering influence of the war and American culture on Japanese yeah. family values. Yeah. One thing I noticed this time around is that all the women have jobs, which is unusual. Ah. Like, um, the daughter works in a hair salon. Mm-hmm. Um, the widow, Noriko, is working for a tire company, I think.
0: Yeah. She mentions how she used to work seven days a week. and uh... Yeah. And even their youngest daughter is a school teacher. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and only 10 years prior to this, he made a film called Brothers and Sisters of the Toda Family, in mm. which a family similarly face economic hardship and mm. they briefly consider the idea of the women working, and it's dis- dismissed as mm. something that is, you know, shameful that they shouldn't do. You know, it- it's interesting that they've shown that shift in yeah. terms of cultural attitudes towards women working in only a 10 year period. Huh. Which, you know, obviously desperation necessitated. <laughs> yeah uh, as as uh, all oh, you know rights are only given over begrudgingly in, in times of great need <laughs> yeah we saw the same here fine <laughs> have you tried that yes we've tried getting dogs to operate the machines
0: <laughs> i was always gonna go to dogs
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i briefly stopped at children but it was like no we did do that we did what? do
0: that first and it was great i don't know why we stopped
1: <laughs> <laughs> everybody's worse off worse off in tokyo story and so they work harder and so they don't have time for family yeah. um but also the parents are kind of complicit because they have very high expectations for their kids yes. in spite of the fact they're working all the time there's still that line where the mother's like i thought they'd be living closer to the center you know or I thought they'd be
0: doing better yeah. you know or the dad says that my, my you know doctor son is only a neighborhood doctor yeah exactly how, and and like, how disappointing Christ. that is
1: <laughs> conversely and still walking it's almost like the younger generation doesn't care enough about work yeah um or certainly the kind of work that the parents respect
0: Yeah, and there's, you know, like, uh, growth of Japanese cities makes it incredibly Mm. hard to find work, uh, to find meaningful work as well.
1: Yeah, and Um, traditional, you know, jobs are kind of, um, you know, slipping. It's it's mentioned that the doctor retired because a massive hospital moves in, so the kind of corner. I did think this movie could almost be a sequel to Tokyo Story Mm. if the son who was a doctor, you know, grew up to be the dad in this family. Yeah. And his two shit sons ended up growing into the dead son and the alive son. Yeah. <laughs> both prominently feature and discuss widows, which is mm. interesting. In both instances, the widows are encouraged to move on, which yeah. is against traditional Japanese values, so I think you're yeah. just meant to be sad forever. Yeah. Um, um but there's also an expectation that widows should be lonely and because neither family really wants them. The idea is when you marry, mm. you leave the family you were a part of, if you're mm. a woman, and join the husband's family. Uh, and so once the husband's gone you end up kind of untethered. Yeah. You know? not so, part of either
0: okay so that's what i i didn't pick up on that in in tokyo story what i what i got was mm. just a genuine well will like desire for her to be happy as because as, she was yes better than, better than their children
1: <laughs> that's what was so interesting is yeah, and i think that's the only reason It's because noriko makes time and is more convenient for the other kids to be like oh noriko can take them yeah. and so they end up establishing the bond that they would all normally have had with their kids yeah know? And still walking, they don't even invite Junpei's widow to the memorial event because she's just not part of the family anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 very strange that he has a widow and she's just not invited to this thing. Yeah, and they discriminate constantly against Rio's uh, Ryo's, um Yeah, his name is Rio, and he d- he danced. He actually did dance on the sand. Yeah, and <laughs> they discriminate against him and his wife. Um, yeah, for remarrying, And yeah. it's considered to be something that's not done.
0: Yeah, it's interesting the. Mm. It, it struck me as incredibly progressive the the mum and dad mm. in tokyo story uh yeah. like their their approach there and i mean the the film itself uh s- struck me as way mm. more modern than i was expecting and uh oh, and yeah. i don't know why but it's the same with picking up uh, david copperfield yeah. or something and finding so much relate you know so much <laughs> in there that's relatable is. it's, it's People running yeah. ar- around in Tokyo Story just moaning about how busy they are and how they just don't have yeah. time for, for anything. And, you know, family is a, <laughs> yeah. a botherance. It's, it's better off if they can just ship them off to the Atomi Onsen and, and, yeah. and uh, not have to worry about it but still pat themselves on the back for having done it. Yeah. And they can just tick it off. Like uh, we, They know. had a nice time, didn't they? We didn't yeah. spend any time, but they had a good time. Yeah, they had a good time. It was kind of yeah. painful thinking about it, to be honest. But um, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then, and then I, you know, and then I, then I thought about calling my mum, and I didn't call her, but I thought about it. <laughs> That's great, man. Really. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Both, just in terms of the cinema, then, before we move on to quick firing, both are fairly basic but effective styles. They both like static cameras, um, so mm. there's not much movement. In fact, there was only one moment of character mo- of um, camera movement in um, Tokyo Story, and mm. it's a pan, and it's uh, okay. very dramatic as a result. Whoa. <laughs> what the fuck? Cinema! Alright, cue break. <laughs> so, um, Ozu positions his camera low to mimic a Japanese sitting position, whilst Coriado, mm. I found, often hacked the camera high looking down. Mm. More commonly at eye level. Yeah. Um, but what's weird is Ozu actually cuts more. He mm. cuts on almost every line of dialogue, and he doesn't do a master shot. So he doesn't have a shot where everybody's in view. Whereas Koryeda definitely prefers to have master shots. Mm. He has quite a few shots where you can see all the people in the scene and where they are in relation to mm. each other. It, yeah, it's it's interesting. and The effect is, oh God, there's a formalism, like the very rigid styles of poetry to Ozu. Yeah. You know, it, it feels very kind of conservative, but yet he does also break a bunch of rules, you know, without having a master shot to establish where everyone is. Yeah. Having characters speaking to camera now and then. Yeah. And um, breaking the 180 degree rule to just go anywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, he's he's very interesting in which it's like I don't know, someone who knows the rules incredibly well in order to break them in mm. ways to, that involve you.
0: You have to know them first. Um, yeah. Alternatively, with uh, Corriedo, the mm he he often focused on the characters that weren't speaking mm, the yes. ones that weren't taking part in the conversation and he did that with yeah. um that with ryo and he did that with um yeah. uh the, the widow's son uh, yeah. as well when the others are talking yeah and it just has you, has you thinking about the scene completely differently yeah and and, 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 Absolutely. and more than a few times i realized what was going on and how effective that was how impactful yeah
1: yeah or sometimes the characters would be talking about someone and we wouldn't be seeing them and you'd be mm. wondering what their reaction is going to be and yeah. you'd think wow it would be normal to cut to the mum here for a reaction shot but we're just yeah. sort of left to you know pick up on what is said Yeah and, You know after the dad says this terrible thing at lunch about widows we don't actually get a, like a hero shot of you know the widow who is present to see yeah. her reaction you know yeah. she's just kind of there in the yeah. background Um yeah it's really effective in terms of making you sort of engage with the material and sort of peek around the frame looking for yeah you know looking for what you want to see interestingly both of them use what film critic neil birch called pillow shots um a derivative of like pillow words which i think is a feature of um japanese uh poetry where you just put like a a few words like nice words in in order to buffer the um the paragraphs of prose um apart i've probably described that in the most Mm -hmm. crude way you could possibly imagine is that
0: similar to the haiku where the, the, the last line was always lilies in spring
1: yeah, something like that. Yeah. But the idea here is you put a shot of something kind of ambient, like a detail in the scene or, you know, okay. an outside location. Like, do you remember when they're having the horrible night in the spa and they can't sleep and it kept cutting to their sandals outside? Yeah. Mm. Just like side by side. It's 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 just, it's a little like, it's not an establishing shot. It's not telling you something you'll need to know later. It's just building a sense of uh, place and pacing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it really bolsters the scene of Makoto Shinkai. Wait, because he does a similar thing, it's, it's the, mm. the, the focus on the yeah. blades of grass or on like a, an old coat can yeah. or something on the floor a yeah, re- exactly. and Yeah, exactly.
1: the effect is it does split the scene up. It makes it makes you reflect on what you've just seen, gives you a chance to do that, and a chance to prepare for what's coming next. It's hmm. almost always the worst feature of all of the films that we hate the most is that they just move too quick and there's yeah. not enough time to take things in. And this is literally putting in the sequences that aren't just like covertly doing that but are directly doing that they're literally yeah. just saying to you the movie's paused for a minute think about this yeah you know and that's that's amazing um with uh ozu's known for this kariada he, d- he doesn't so much involve unmotivated imagery but he utilizes useful imagery hmm. in order to give you that opportunity i absolutely loved the shot of when the family arrive. Um, and they take their shoes off and we're in the entryway with them, and they leave. But the camera lingers in the hall where they were for mm. a bit before we follow them, um, which further adds this idea to again with the house. Yeah. This idea that the house is a constant, the town is a constant, the dynamic is kind of a constant. It's just the characters get swept up in it. Yeah. But ultimately, this is all part of something that's not going to change, mm. or you know, can be affected by the characters. It's wonderful. One last note is okay. that. Ozu is known for his narrative ellipses, which is that he will leave important story beats off screen. And we just hear about them yeah. later in dialogue. Most notably in late spring, where the whole movie is building towards a wedding, and then it just kind of cuts to after the wedding has already happened. Okay. And then dialogue fills in the gaps. Mm-hmm. In Tokyo Story, he misses out most of the mother's illness, but yeah. constantly being told, you know, that she had a dizzy spell, you know, when she was on holiday and that she had to get off the train. You know, we don't actually see any of these things. Yeah. In Still Walking, we do we have a move forward. Oh, we did see the dizzy spell at the spa. Yes, there's yeah. a bit where you had to help her up. Yeah. In Still Walking, we do have a move forward near the end, but it's then covered with non diegetic narration. Yes. Still very effective. I mean, my God, that. It's like a little epilogue, really. Yeah. It breaks the structure of we're telling a story in a day in order hmm. to, you know, add a little uh, thing to the end that just, oh, it really resolves
0: a lot of the themes. So it's a bit more practical. Mm-hmm. And it, it it doesn't it's not the same as we grew closer over the summer because it's kind of it's yeah. like a shot across the bow, isn't it? Of uh, yeah. of of <laughs> what you just saw because it ends yeah. on quite a serene image. Yeah, the oh men, my god! Is it, no, it's the, it's the the yeah yeah. I mean not mean say, it, but it's well you mm. know the the day's over. It's and, gorgeous. Uh, yeah. yeah, and and it is just really lovely, in spite yeah. of everything, and then um it it's it's tied up kind of. There's a real bittersweet conflict there.
1: Absolutely, and I think well a lot of people compare the two directors, but hmm. Koroyeda... Um, says, I of course take it as a compliment. I try yeah. to say thank you, but I think that my work is more like uh, Mikio Naruse, who have not seen any of the work. Apparently, does oh, okay. uh, Sombo working class dramas and Ken Loach. Oh. it's very interesting because strangely, I don't think I've ever connected to or related to a Ken Loach movie like I have done this movie. No, I <laughs> even I come out, he's English.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm feeling. I come up feeling thoroughly upset. Angry. Yeah. and angry yeah and impotent and uh... yeah
1: Loach wants anger that's the thing is he wants you to be pissed off about the institutions that I haven't yeah. seen. cares I must say I've only seen his more recent political movies yeah but there's always a sense of demand better yeah. which I don't feel like Coriada is really going for he's going for here's how it is yeah you know? and that's that's always what I get from his movies it's just a sense of here's how it look at shoplifters you know there's yeah. every opportunity there for social commentary yeah and yet it really just
0: says Feels like what he's saying is this is how families go, you know. It's 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 more the pauses, the spaces are left there for you to surmise. You know, you, yeah. you watch the movie and, and you go, okay, this is this is what it is. This this is mm. as it is, and and then you later go, oh, because uh, society is structured as so, and 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 so on and so forth. Yeah. Whereas Ken Loach is very these are the these are the institutions that are wrecking <laughs> people and keeping them locked in these. This is exactly in, in prisons. what the problem is. Yeah and yeah, yeah exactly and th- there's a lot of why i shy away from british kitchen sink dramas because it's, it's, mm. there's very much a sort of g- grabbing you by the lapels and going isn't this shit yeah and and <laughs> i don't want that <laughs> i want I, I want more i need to be engaged by characters and that's exactly what yeah. uh still walking does
1: absolutely i will and in defense of british kitchen drink sink no. dramas. kitchen drink dramas yeah um <laughs> I recently saw one that is often said to be the very first one. It's J. Lee Thompson's "The Woman in the w- in the Bathrobe." Oh, okay, and it's about Anthony Quayle is in a uh, he's married and he has a kid and he's having an affair. Yeah. and he's it's just about the day in which he decides to tell his wife and mm. considers going off with his mistress, and it's just all about that. And it's just really fucking good. Oh, great! Okay, <laughs> it's again it's another one of the things that's made in like 1953, I think, mm. um, later than that, actually 56 or so. And it's just incredible because Mm. it's so modern. You just think, Jesus, people actually made movies about being just unhappy with having a middle-class life back then. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) So (laughs) relatable. Uh, There's so much stuff out there. But I think the comparison between Koroyeda and um, Ozu is flattering and well-earned. I think they're both, they're similar without Koroyeda being in any way derivative. It's definitely his own thing that he's doing. Yeah. both have just made really melodic and eloquent films that are melancholy, but really empathetic and yeah. really, really relatable. Yeah. Um, I do think Still Walking is also deserving of classic status
0: because Absolutely.
1: it really does feel like something that... It feels like we're seeing something of life rendered yeah. in poetic cinema, and I don't think yeah. it gets better than that. No. Yeah. So <sighs> I think I think the conclusion is yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Watch it now. It's fucking great. Please Thirty do. years from now, I'm not gonna be making anything like this. Yeah. So you better catch it now. <laughs> okay, let's let's quick fire.
0: <laughs> yeah. Quick fire. So this is an interesting one because I <laughs> uh, I just I, I, I gave up trying to note everything that I loved about it because okay. otherwise I I will be here for three hours. I, Fair enough. I, I've I've got more overarching things and a couple of specific moments. Okay, good. Yeah. I, I've got quite, a, uh, yeah, I've done the same, I think. The dad not wanting to be seen with a shopping bag and wanting to still be called yeah. Doctor. Uh, just ever so slightly eccentric and, and, and immediately yes. lovable as a concept, I think. <laughs> That's like the yeah, first his... bit of information you get, really, isn't it?
1: Yes. His, there's a lot of hubris for the dad that makes yeah. you just love him. Like, um, you know, you, you, you distinguished from the old crank by things like when his daughter... No- he's just sitting in a chair staring into space and then the daughter knocks on the door and suddenly yeah. he um, hurriedly opens up a book to look yeah. like he's doing something. Yeah. <laughs> it's Yeah, Yoshio uh, Yoshio Harada yeah. playing him and he's just amazing. Him yeah. walking away from the family picture is amazing. Yeah. When <laughs> it becomes a tiny
0: bit inconvenient and he's just like, fuck this. And he just yeah. wanders off. And if anything, it would be better for him just to be staring out the window when the daughter comes in. Not to be working. It would be less cold. I I love
1: his method of walking. He just has this great sort of slow, I'm storming out, but it's going to take me a while and I don't care kind of thing. (laughs) I don't care that this is going to take you a while to not see me. I really liked when he was clearly upset about grandma's house. Like there's Mm. a little, we're seeing him and the kids call it grandma's house and he sort of pauses. He does later mention it, but I really liked the sort of quietness of him just. Like, immediately you're like, oh, he's not going to like that, that it's yeah. my grandma's house. But yeah, conversely, when he smiles at his grandson. This is a really lovely moment. And, um, oh, a really lovely moment later on when he's he's telling the son to call home more often. And the son says, all, all she does when she calls me is complain, you mm-hmm. know, i.e. about you. And he says, be patient and hear her out. And it's just like, he knows that he's a pain to live with. And he wants her to have someone to complain to. Yeah. That's nice.
0: Yeah, that is nice. Or an- another... Uh, instance of the first bit of information that the scene with uh rio and on the train with his wife and uh stepson mm. they're on the train scene starts and he like shows mm. or he's, he's on the phone and then he goes okay so we can get the last train home tonight yeah and there's a pause and she goes no we agreed that we'd stay overnight and in, yeah. just in that instance you just you <laughs> get so much from the, the fact that he's not being he's not communicating with his family yeah. at the moment because he's on his phone trying to find a way of getting away from his <laughs> parents quicker yeah than they agreed and then her having to remind him of that yeah <laughs> it just it, it just communicates so much in the first five seconds of knowing these characters. and immediately
1: after the son calls him by his first name calls him uh yeah VO and that's that's also yeah. fantastic because it's like that communicates oh it's yeah. not his kid, you know
0: yeah there's there's something in that exchange as well because he complains that his dad will mm. still thinks he's a baseball fan yeah and will want to talk to him about baseball yeah. and that's when he looks up and goes did you like baseball and he has this weird like uncomprehending expression <laughs> on his face uh, yeah it's it's just oh, great it's just it Steph. just describes the I I guess if you don't mind leading into the next scene is when they're at a sort of mm. a diner having yeah, lunch yeah. and the kid comes back with a cola and ginger yeah uh, so like mixed yeah and the and the wife suddenly goes oh you can you can drink them separately don't act so poor yeah <laughs> and and then bam again yeah
1: she's trying to impress
0: yeah yeah and uh, of of something this person stands for and yeah this this, this is it it's just or 5 minutes into the movie 3 yeah. minutes of that was a lovely mm-hmm. serene walk from the dad yeah <laughs> That's three and a half minutes and then yeah. at the other ninety seconds you just suddenly know what characters better than you know your <laughs> friends.
1: Well speaking of whom I really love the daughter played by um well the, the daughter Chinami, played by yeah. Yukiko uh Ihara, uh credited as you and often known as you. She's yeah. really good. I I uh she's been in his previous work. She was in um Nobody Knows. Uh, which mm. was really great. Uh, she played a very reckless and irresponsible mother very effectively. And it was just great to see her still having this kind of chaotic energy um, yeah. and bringing it to a family dynamic. Um, mm. She lies to the son to make him feel better. The son is saying, um, Oh, is everybody judging my wife for being a widow? And um, she says, No, she's great. She's wasted on you. Yeah. You know, it's like the only way she can compliment is to insult him. And then later on, when he knocks his head, far from like, Oh, are you okay? So, oh, sorry about that. It's just, You're too big. Yeah. I love that.
0: That was very relatable. Yeah, that's great. And he was too big. He's he's wonderfully tall. He was far too big. And uh, yeah. Such a such an interesting handsome man. Um Yeah. I really like really liked Hiroshi Hiroshi Abe.
1: Oh, he's I thought he was really good at being a um a father to his kids and a yeah. kid to his parents. Yes. I yeah, he that was. was really good. Hiroshi Abe. Yeah, he just he had, and he had a great voice. I love his voice.
0: Mm. <laughs> He was very, yeah just very sullen with his dad. Yeah. Um well I, I yeah yeah some great scenes with him the mm. when uh and soon Rio will become a part of you and then he comes in and uh goes a, pa- a part of me or or he says yeah. No she says where are you going to let him in? <laughs>
1: yeah. Kora?
0: <laughs> Nani <laughs> But the other yeah. moment would be in the bath when they, they have a bath together and he the stepson is trying to like pinch a mole on his hand and he says, oh, you know, if I can pinch it, I'll get rich. And after a yeah. moment, Rio goes, did grandma tell you that? And he nods. Yeah. And then they, they, they start bonding about the fact, you know, they were both told it and how he used to squeeze his mole. And then they're in the yeah. bath doing that. It's quiet. It's a really sweet and very human moment anyway.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, it's really, it really is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, some really good-looking food. In particular, the uh, corn tempura that oh, they make. Oh God! Yeah. Just really lovely, crunchy-looking. I, I guess like corn
0: fritters just look. Yeah. Really nice. <laughs> and just always talking about the best way to prepare it, or the best time. Ty- yeah. The best corn tempura they've ever had. Yeah.
1: <sighs> yeah, the way in which. The, the food kind of relates to their lives and the mm. movie starts with um, a neighbor telling the doctor, you know, I can't eat much anymore. Yeah. So it's like food and the vibrancy of food is very much connected with youth and
0: family and such.
1: Yep. And that's, yeah, really lovely. Yeah.
0: The, the dinner scene as it's petering out, um, there's the like pinata in the background. Mm. Um, like it, it changes perspective and, and suddenly we've got the, the outside ha- uh, happening in the background And Mm. there was just yeah, just the juxtaposition of the very, very Mm. still dinner where like Rio had had to suffer a couple of digs at um his widowed wife, and Mm. um eventually it leads to the dad asking him more about his job, and it's just the two of them in there now, and then he asks, yeah, he asks how much he's earning, and that's when Rio Mm. mutters enough to support a single, single widowed mum, um, but. (laughs) Before that, I just loved the, the scene setting of the, the still dinner, the, the very fraught dynamic between everybody and yeah. the kids just fucking around and hitting the very expensive yeah. plant. <laughs> yeah. No. And him
1: just gradually, slowly getting up, walking over to the window, yelling at them, yeah. and then coming back slowly and sitting down again, all yeah. in one shot. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's wonderful. I, coming back right to the beginning, I really like the title coming up, Over the Little Town with the, tra- with yeah. the train running through it. Um, it felt like a Ghibli film in that moment, just full of warmth and with that yeah. score. It just yeah, the score oh. was
0: very Joe hashy. Yeah,
1: just wonderful. And the town looked great in general. Yeah, whether it be that cemetery on the hill or the bridge, even. Yeah. this really utilitarian thing. It just all really bespoke small, you know, small suburban area in Japan, and I yeah. really love that.
0: Yeah. Uh, when the w- widowed mum is being asked questions about Rio's job, and mm. she, she knows nothing about it because he's kind of he's lying about having all this work anyway. Um, yeah. She keeps getting asked these questions, and she just looks like panicked into space because she doesn't have any information to give them. Um, she hasn't like thought of a lie. <laughs> And then the mum, right. the grandma will say something innocuous, and she'll, the the widowed mum is kind of on the cusp of a lie, but then she mm. just starts nodding <laughs> instead, like along with what the the grandma's saying. Yeah. And every yeah. single time she does it, it's like three or four times, it's just wonderfully <laughs> seamless, incredible piece of physical, like, of, of phys- physicality, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, a really understated performance from that character. Yeah. I think she's, you know, plays such a small part in things, and yet is really embodying a lot of what being an interloper kind of into yeah. this scenario would
0: actually feel like which is actually the, like you're the adhesive you're just mm. trying to keep everybody together by by <laughs> niceties and yeah. like oh. yeah well no i guess you are right it is hard being a widow <laughs> <laughs> you're the only one who doesn't have like a personal stake in everything falling yeah. to shit yeah
1: um or a grudge to bury you know yeah or if i let that go by unchallenged you know it's going to ruin this thing that happened 18 years ago yeah you know there's none of that baggage yeah. Um, I really like this a bit where they're talking about the sushi restaurant down the street and how the son took over after the dad retired and now it's not as good. It feels like yes. a crucial bit of like theming there about the intergenerational nature of things and yeah. you know how the the parents feel about you know the world being handed over to the next generation.
0: Yeah, the youth are <laughs> always on their phones.
1: Ugh. too busy making to make sushi good. <laughs> I can make sushi good in Sushi Chef 2009, <laughs> the hit new game on my mobile. Look at it. It's loud and makes... Gives me points. I got points. <laughs> it, can't you pretend that m- money
0: you make for making good sushi is points? No. No, because I have to then spend the points. I just want to have them and know I'm great. <laughs> Put it on a board so everybody knows I've made the most points. <laughs> um, the, the whole scene with the... Uh, oh, God, I wish I could remember their names, but the, the stepson uh, mm. and the granddad uh, starting with the little bow that he gives him when he's got that dessert yeah. in one hand. Um it's a very awkward thing and the granddad (laughs) him about the piano tuner and he says yeah the reason he wanted to become a piano tuner was because of his his music teacher teacher. yeah and yeah the the granddad says oh any any man who bases his career (laughs) on uh, you know a woman uh yeah is assuming she's a woman (laughs) yeah um does she say assuming do they establish Anyway. I don't,
1: unless there's something about the language that implied that it was a female yeah. music teacher, he oh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he Probably. does then follow it up
0: with that. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and and then he's and then he turns, he takes his hands and he starts explaining, you know, why it would be good of him to be a doctor instead, which was just yeah. hilarious in itself because it was so so yeah. circuit, circuitously it was so circuitously yeah. arrived at, and then. Yeah. Um, but then it does cut to Hiroshi Abe just in the doorway. He's yeah. glaring at his dad.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the whole He's scene is wonderful. Shit.
0: Just just layers yeah. of it. It's really good.
1: Oh, it's fucking adorable. Everybody comments on how tall the uh daughter's daughter has gotten. Mm. The first time this comment is made, she likes stretches in order to show off her height to yeah. everybody. <laughs> it's just oh, it's just incredibly adorable. And mm later on the kids will go out and play um I, th- I missed with the subtitle i thought it said we're gonna go play in traffic or something i think they said we're <laughs> gonna go play down the road or something <laughs> just them playing together doing this weird stomping game mm. uh with the guitar playing it's yeah. just uh really serene and beautiful yeah
0: yeah the mum dumping someone else's flowers from the grave to make room for the yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. um it was just <laughs> so cold but Is it those flowers that later on she
1: goes and crams into a roadside? Truck? Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're they're
0: they're walking home and she stops at another grave, right? Uh, like just just some unknown grave and, yeah. and dumps them there. <laughs> Neil Morrissey's grave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's an unmarked Neil Morrissey's grave, um, <laughs> and she she doesn't dump the flowers. She's like she looks like she's kind no, she of wasn't. arranging them. So there's like yeah. the, there's still respect of the dead there, but it, there's something so yeah. disrespectful about. removing the flowers in the first place and then just dumping them at some randos grape. Just incredibly pragmatic, you know. Well,
1: our flowers won't fit. Yeah. I loved... I really loved the daughter's husband. Um, He doesn't come up much. He's in the background a lot. But he's just this lovely kind of goofball kind of guy. (laughs) And my favorite moment of his is obviously the bit after the son has caused a lot of tension in the room by not wanting to join in and disrespecting the guy that their son died saving. And he comes in and just said, I heard um, Worthless and Pig and decided to... And thought you were talking about me. Yeah. So I decided to hide in there. Yeah. (laughs) Just so self-deprecating. It really took me by surprise the first time I saw this.
0: Yeah, that was really funny. (laughs) I mean, the the, the scene with the boy... Anyway, he's it it starts with this, you know, this guy. He's he's overweight and he's trying really hard to be uh, courteous. Yeah, he's a real like just trying so hard to be liked. He's drenched in sweat. They clearly just tipped a bucket over his shirt before they filmed started filming. Um, And (laughs) he's talking about you know how things aren't going great for him. And then Mm. and then uh, only after about a minute is the line you know ever since Junpei saved me. Yeah. Uh, And you just go, oh fuck. (laughs) that's what this is oh my god and then the realization and the just misery yeah washed over me as you realize why he's there and what he's trying to justify and how they were feeling god it was it was horrible it was just it was bad enough because he's talking about how it's hard to find meaningful work and he's he's (laughs) he's he's helping out at an ad agency so maybe they'll give me a job one day oh god and then Only it's not what, an ad see, He's like making pamphlets for washing machines or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh
1: God. Yeah. <laughs> it was very depressing. that whole. A much less depressing sequence is when the mother is giving the daughter-in-law, the, uh, the widow, um, the kimono, her kimonos um, and suggesting, mm. and it's now suggesting that the two of them have a baby. First of all, giving the kimonos a lovely echoing of a much worse sequence in Tokyo story, like deliberately worse. Where um, yeah. one of the daughters is just really and inhumanly um, <laughs> fucking yeah. rude, yeah. And here it's a lovely sort of reversal of that. Yeah. Um. But also, just this is a moment where now the mother is being nice to the widowed daughter, mm. um, stepdaughter, uh, daughter-in-law. Sorry. Um. And it's just it's a really interesting thing because as the evening wears on, people get more tired, mm. and either the fights get worse or they just stop yeah. because people are too tired to carry them on. Yeah. You know, and this was very much a case of just the old grudges kind of wear off and it's just another person yeah, here. Yeah.
0: And so she's nice to them and that's that was lovely. Yeah. There was still she still couldn't help being a mum. There's still quite <laughs> yeah. a lot in that scene of uh that was just painful. Mm. But uh Yeah, little moments, little
1: needles. Oh she meant well, did mum. Um <laughs> But then it it she ends the scene by being like, Oh, let me find you a sash that'll go well with that, yeah. you know. It's just kind of thing. Kind of
0: oblivious to the pain she's caused by s by talking. Mm. I, I guess this is one of the pillow shots uh, of the mother knitting. Mm. Just a really hypnotic quality to yeah. it, uh, yeah. the intricacy of, of it.
1: as they're chasing the butterfly, it's a rare moment of handheld camera work, mm-hmm. and I thought that was really good. Oh, it's cool. kind of ethereal. Yeah, it's like it breaks the this. This incident has breaked their broken their perspective. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah.
0: Cool. Okay. There's a moment where the uh, the dad, the granddad, sorry, he gets a call from that neighbour who uh, yeah. ne- needs to go to the hospital, and he tells her to call an ambulance, and then he goes out and yeah. he's trying to ask about her condition, and the paramedics just keep telling him to stand back and to get out of their yeah. way, and and there's something really meaningful there about um it's vulnerability, yeah, yeah, vulnerability, mm-hmm. and just the the sort of meaninglessness of yeah of his life in the face of these Mm. strangers and these young strangers (laughs) as well. Yeah. Uh, It was quite... I I just don't want to say effective or impactful again. (laughs) But it was both of those. Good. Yeah, it was very good. It was quite quite good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I really like the bird sounds and the light during their morning walk. Um, It's just really beautifully evocative. And then the actual visit to the beach is beautifully serene and really reminds me... It reminded me of the journey, journey to the shrine in your name, like the same sort yeah. of deliberate attention to the yeah. journey and the um the time it takes to get there, as well as yeah. the just ethereal beauty yeah. of this location, just really
0: shone through. Yeah, and I really love that. It's not, it's it's about the journey, not just the destination, man.
1: Well, exactly.
0: Destination is just an upturn, but uh, later on that night, uh, the stepson goes out and he uh he he has has a real personal moment it's it's that's really mm. special yeah uh, yeah. uh he, that reveals quite a lot about uh his choices and the things he said earlier in the day yeah um it's it's incredibly sweet and it's just a a wonderful glimpse it's like that, like suddenly using a handheld camera it's just suddenly suddenly you're getting a glimpse into yeah. this kid's life and you weren't expecting yeah. it and it and it really uh takes you by surprise
1: just a new perspective yeah remembering the name of the sumo wrestler when yeah. he dies is perfect yeah um it just it really it transports you it links the scene back to the lunch scene the previous day and thinking of how far away that suddenly feels that moment of sort of share the chaos of the shared family moment contrasted with when it's happening yeah uh, that he remembers this name is beautiful yeah and his comment that he's always just a little bit late is just beautiful um the fact that he's just always just a little too late to get into the spirit of things yeah Deliberately not giving himself the time to really get into the family dynamic. Yeah. You know, it's just really touching, really
0: moving. Yeah, I'd say so. There's a a really lovely shot when they're walking down to the beach, uh, the granddad, dad, and uh, stepson. Mm. Because it's just the three generations of men going downstairs in order of age, in ascending order of age, um, (laughs) for a long time. But then it stops because um, the dad gets a phone call and he, or a text oh, yeah. and he stops to take the message and and the two and the others continue walking which i guess does yeah. tie into what he what you just said about he never really buying into the family thing and yeah going trying to go once a year and really trying to not make it any more than that <laughs> um just yeah. a lovely little shot that really gets that across
1: absolutely i did love his phone though in, in one respect it was there's something uniquely horrible about watching characters and films answer phones or look yeah. at phones um, there's a whole nerd writer on this actually. It's something that yeah. genuinely causes us distress yeah. to see a character looking at a phone. Uh which is very revealing actually. But yeah. His phone was of a vintage that whenever you opened it it made a sort of tinkling noise and when you closed it it made a tinkling noise. Yeah. And I think I might have known someone with that kind of phone because it just suddenly really took me back to sort of the late or um the late auds. <laughs> oh great. It just yeah, that was that was good. But my my final one actually is um, I really liked uh, the the sort of eldest son at the very mm. end going along with the butterfly myth.
0: It's exactly what I was going to say. My last yeah. one as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What a what a wonderful way of just I mean it, it, you can't really talk about it without saying more about the context in which it's in, but it's just a beautiful way of demonstrating how yeah things carry on and how memories work as well. Um, yeah,
0: it's like an allowance to his his parent yeah. his his mum's parenting uh, and like yeah. To an acknowledgement of the importance of her role, I guess, and
1: him, him finally getting into the spirit of something. Yeah, you know, does it matter if it doesn't quite sound right? No, it's there's a, there's a more important quality to this myth than that. It's just yeah. going to go along with that now. Yeah, and it's just yeah, really love. <sighs> <sighs> And that is just about all we have to say about absolutely excellent movies still walking.
0: Yeah. Please, please go and watch it. Please,
1: please go and watch it. Did anyone um, actually hit us up via social media about uh, having seen it? And what I'm asking, of course, is really, what about the OG team?
0: Those lovable OG teams? No one from the OG team. Oh, no. That's okay. Well, look. <laughs> I haven't seen it.
1: <laughs> well, you haven't seen it. I, I,
0: I still haven't seen it.
1: I lied. I was bluffing yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Absolutely, please go and watch Still Walking and Tokyo Story, both just astoundingly well-accomplished mm. films that I think complement each other really well. But also, all of this was partially an experiment to see if we could make good content out of talking about a good film for a change. Mm. So please do let us know if this episode worked for you, uh, and if you'd like to hear mm. more of this sort of thing. Yeah. Our next one is going to be something a bit more Western and a bit more contemporary.
0: Mm. Yeah, some
1: sort of weird musical. But um, until then, how can people find out about our usual smelly butt con- uh, produce?
0: We are farting all day and all night on Twitter and Facebook oh, at OGT yeah, Pod. Are. If by farts you mean uh, using it to update you on episodes and putting the call out for the OG team. Yeah, farts. Uh, speaking of the OG team, some of those OG team are patrons, and you could be too, <sighs> where for as little as a dollar a month you get exclusive. Uh, blah, blah. You, you get more content of me trying to struggle around this mucosal uh, sack in my mouth. <laughs> We're going
1: to be putting uh, and, constant and... updates regarding that thing, pictures, yeah. videos. 24-hour
0: oh. oh. yeah, webcam. With, <laughs> interview with the doctor who first diagnosed it. He wishes he'd never done it, um, but <laughs> don't You're we like Yeah, and and so yeah, find out more about that there, but also get exclusive content uh, such as our sneak peek preview on Cut and Raw, Texas uh. Chainsaw Massacre 2003, uh-uh. uh halloween special episode uh we are in the midst of story time 2 tom hanks perfect world <laughs> and uh we're, we're two dollars away but two from our d and roulette one shot where we'll be getting some of our bestest podcast friends to come and have a good fun fantasy time with us for you it's gonna be uh, a fun fantasy time and i don't think you can really yeah. argue with that and 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 now if you become a patron uh five dollars and up you get merch we've got merch, merch. We've got a horrible faces on a mug, so you can be reminded <laughs> of the painfulness of existentialism every time you take a sip of your morning coffee. It's what I want, we've got a faces on a t-shirt, so you can go walk around and people go, "What the fuck is that? You loser! <laughs> you sexy, sexy loser!" You want that and a sticker. So, if you want to uh, get any of that, then do what I just said. You know get you on do. Patreon. You know you do. Oh, you know. You no, know you do.
1: Uh... Cordell. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic i'm paul cordell i'm the real slim cordell and remember the one the one great thing about great movies (laughs) still walking is that it's almost as good as another movie that a bunch of people decided is great almost maybe better maybe i'd say so i don't know go back and listen to this episode you'll see that's right we're plugging this episode